at the center of the great forest, on an island in the sky. The crow, deer, and wolf clans have been training three fearsome warriors from infancy for one purpose, to protect and serve the goddess of Estra. Uh, so how exactly are we going to do that? Protecting the goddess, I mean. Ugh. Fran lies down. Uh, Laika can't answer because she's too busy sniffing both your butts. <gasps> okay, back up, Wolf Clan. This disturbs me, uh, but not to worry, I will instantly repress it. These are the guardians of the goddess. Laika, the tiefling paladin who hails from the Wolf Clan. Nobody's touching one beautiful hair on the goddess's head as long as I'm around. Corbin, a human druid from the Crow Clan. Human! I'm a crow! And Fran, a water genasi wizard of the deer clan. So, like, is there a way to quit this job or what? This unlikely trio will venture forth into an unfamiliar world without knowing who can be trusted against the powerful dark force stalking the steps of their goddess and threatening the future of their world. Tune in every second Monday to Dames and Dragons, a 5th edition D&D actual play podcast. See you then! Players where theatrical people play role-playing games. I'm Matt. I am your host slash compare for this season. Uh, I am joined round the backstage table by Vicky. Hello. By Chris Buxy. Hello. And by Chris Starkey. Hello. Also known as Old Man Starkey. Just <laughs> <laughs> <So laughs> Starkey. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> He has many names. He does. You have had many names. I have. More names than I think anyone else has had. I think, well, it's <laughs> something about me more than anything else that I've thought. Well, we're going to talk about some of those many names <laughs> and many characters now. I'm excited. Uh, it's yeah. <laughs> how many? Remind us, how many seasons have you been in? Four which, seasons. It's my yeah. fifth. Yeah. Which which ones were those? Uh, so I was in Five Stage, Stage a Rescue. Season two. I was in The Shipwrecked. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Violence. Season yeah. nine. I was in The Third Parallax. Yeah. Part three of season six. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm very impressed there. <laughs> and I was in The uh, the Sky Pirates. Yeah. Whatever the that Cloud was Skipper's Cloud Captain. Skipper's Captain. Yeah. That was it. Yes. Great. So... Of those four stories that you've, yeah. you've helped us weave, oh. um, what, are the, what are some of the memorable moments? What are some oh. of the moments that still stick with you to this day? <laughs> oh, there's so many funny things that we did. Um, I'll never forget the first the first season that I was in. It was just uh, amazingly hilarious and silly. I think having a fag with the two old women <laughs> was amazing. I loved that. Just leave it, leaving the poor teenager just to go and search for her brother for five minutes whilst I had a fag with the old woman was fun. 
In fact, all of my interactions with Ashley at the NPC were amazing. <laughs> I loved them to bits. Um, the off-air moment when I realised who the big bad was, <laughs> and I screamed, oh, it's them! And I was like, no! Like, oh, God. So that was great. Yeah. Um, I can't believe you haven't mentioned pissing the urinal well, I, was, I was getting that. <laughs> the force of my pissing was amazing. Yeah. Um, just my chats with Dave, our sort of semi-man-crush sort of man crush stuff was excellent. Oh, carrying a nightcap and a dressing gown around yeah. and that seems yeah. the entire, entire time. <laughs> so nuts. And a little carrier bag. It was just my little tool belt. Oh, I'd, oh that was that was great. Yeah, you really like chose some parts of yourself to act up yes. in that season. I just love it. It's all those interactions where people are very worried about the things that are going on and all you're worried about is how your performance was that <laughs> yeah, night. I know. It's so funny. <laughs> Ellie getting consistently exasperated with you just talking about it all the time. Oh, like, oh, oh God. it was so good. That was such a funny, just a, such a funny day. I think I remember the uh, day of recording that so vividly because it was a day of just hanging out and laughing for about seven hours. Yeah, we had a real good time, yeah. Just brilliant. So that, that one, I think that one probably stays in my mind the most, okay. really. But oh, there were so many stupid parts, like playing the deck rat and his character arc of being this horrible, horrible man <laughs> who has no, nothing going on in his life. Just horrible. Who's, who's been been uh, at Deckrat level in the hierarchy for his at whole least career. twenty years? <laughs> never and then to become helmsman <laughs> at the very end, and then crash the ship <laughs> or get lost instantly was amazing. So his his character arc was fabulous. Yeah, he, he was uh, and stealing all the gold and getting away with it, and they've been oh that so was good. brilliant. Yeah, you you gained yourself a minion in that. Yeah, I did. Well. Absolutely. I became surprisingly powerful. <laughs> I mean, crossing out Deckrat on the sheet and then writing Helmsman <laughs> Star. Oh, yeah, you got a promotion, didn't you? I, I did, and then crashed the ship. And uh, <laughs> that was brilliant. Uh, Mystic Starkey. I mean, just awful... Dreadful man. Um, <laughs> he wasn't that awful. He was he he was secretly dark side. <laughs> yeah, but I quite like that. No, fair. Yeah. Uh, he decapitated a man. He deserved it. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, I think so. He had given up. He had surrendered and just called me old. So, no, I don't think he was totally the, give the, up. The big bad of that series saw something in you. He definitely you got did. a little epilogue oh, where, did, yeah. where the evil AI spoke into your mind and said, I have plans for you, something that we could do together. And my reaction was, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Not big on, evil voice. No, uh, dreadful man. Um, but very fun to play. Yeah. You had a sort of a memorably, memorable mechanical revelation in that one as well, where you discovered you were an infinite experience machine. As long as anybody did as I suggested they should do <laughs> and I could make it as vague as long as they asked me for advice yes. and they followed through on that advice no matter how vague it was i.e. Yeah. look ahead of yourself and look behind you yeah. and to the side no never to the side no never to the side someone else does well and the best thing about that is because you had Strat as your um, your, your kind <laughs> of mentee. A, a mentee he was prone to following your advice and you yeah. were prone to giving it so it worked and having really dirt well. on Matt as well so he had to sort of do as I say yeah. It was just brilliant. Yeah, was I was great. the only one that didn't have to follow your advice, and then I was asking for it anyway. I know, right? <laughs> and I, was, I just became so powerful. I mean, looking at this guy's character sheet, plus two, neg- zero is negative one, zero, plus two. I mean, he was ridiculous. And yeah. the, the, the powers, the seeing the future. Yeah, you ticked every box on the back of that sheet. I mean, you? it was great. It was, he was ridiculous. And so much fun to play. And then, of course, his old, old man Starkey. <laughs> 
The, yeah, which the gay. I mean, the first thing you said yeah, in that no, backstage yeah. episode for season nine was, "I'm not going to be old man Starkey this time. <laughs> I'm going to be myself." And then you said, "We're nearly. We're just. This is our last crew before we retire." <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's face just fell. And, oh, I've done it again. <laughs> but I love that about how you how you do this. That that you saw an opportunity for like. You you knew we knew at that point. Obviously, the ship has to go down, <laughs> and to just lean into that trope of oh, this is our last cruise before we retire, yeah. and we're so looking forward to just going and living somewhere quiet and <laughs> not being on the sea anymore. That you immediately saw that opportunity for sort of tragic pathos. Yeah. And we're like okay, we have to do this now. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've done it now. Um, but yeah, I, I, that was just great fun. Like singing is a big, obviously, a big passion of mine. So I get to do a bit of that on the show was fun. Um, and that was just a great little storyline as well. So I've, I've, I feel very blessed, actually, to have played so many weird, wacky, <laughs> wonderful characters and lots of memories, yeah. which is nice. So uh, do you want to stick with this thing that the that five-stage rescue is the most memorable, if you had to call it? I, th- I think that's probably the one where... Just because it was the first one, yeah. and it was so funny. Just <laughs> so much fun to do. I think that's my... My prime. Okay, well, you get a plus one on that sheet then. Mm-hmm. That's going to be easier to load up your skills from that one. Nice. Um, of those four, is there one that you'd want to revisit in another session? Do you have any unfinished business? Do you have any regrets or stories that don't feel like they're finished? <sighs> See, I think that's, that's got to be either Decrat or Mystic. Just because we're sort of stuck mm. on a cliffhanger on mm. both of them, actually. Well, not necessarily cliffhanger is not the right word, but like... Definitely, uh, we left it with places to go yes. in both cases. I think probably Deckrat more than Mystic because I did so much as the Mystic already. Mm-hmm. Like I had achieved quite a lot, and really, I think probably the next part of the story is Richards. You know, <laughs> I sort of take a back step yeah. and let the let the the apprentice take over. So yeah, probably Deckrat. I reckon yeah, learning to actually be a helmsman now and that he has the position to be a human being. <laughs> probably more like, uh, but yeah, I think he's got places to go. And things to learn. Mm-hmm. He's got a fancy new ship that can go new places. He does. And maybe he can get out of leather trousers. <laughs> <laughs> I've Wait, those leather trousers brown? Uh, no, they're no, black, all black. He wore a leather leather vest. Okay. As long as they weren't brown, it's fine. Leather, Black leather vest and black leather trousers, yeah. barefoot. Started in a black leather vest, but bought a special, oh, a jacket. special jacket with hidden guns in it. Yeah. Yeah. Special jacket. Which, which everybody jacket. was very relieved by the fact that it made you, made you cover up. Yes, that's true. And my, <laughs> my great persuasive because I was quite persuasive actually I just asked please <laughs> yeah, I and, I, and I got it which was nice could it could it be a bit cheaper <laughs> that was it yeah, could it be a bit cheaper a bit <laughs> that was amazing oh uh, yeah yeah I'd, I'd like to be Deckrat again he was fun okay was fun. well Deckrat gets a, gets a plus one as well in that case right uh, and then quick fire round okay off those four Starkeys at various levels of old band <laughs> uh, which is the closest to the real Starkey oh, and God. which is the furthest away oh Matthew this is, this is what the audience want to know I think I, <laughs> there, there are definite parts of me in all of them that's for sure I think Deckrat's probably the furthest away from mm-hmm. who I am I'm glad to hear you say that yes. to be perfectly honest yeah. I, think, I, think, yeah. I think the Starkey from the shipwreck is a sort of like my kinder side mm-hmm. And more sort of like gentle side, which is there somewhere. Mystic Starkey isn't really me. He's he's much too wise. <laughs> so, and conniving. Conni- yeah, I'm not really conniving. I'm not clever really enough to be are. conniving. So I reckon probably Five Stage of Rescue is probably the closest, even though mm-hmm. he was an arrogant, awful sod. 
You do have the capacity to do that. Though. There, 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 that I would say he was a he was a bit of a diva, but yeah, yeah, like, I'm definitely there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, five stage rescue Starkey is is the closest to okay. me. Well, another plus one on that then, so that's a plus two total on uh, okay. five stage rescue Starkey. Oh but, oh, but the shipwreck Starkey sings. Mm. And I sing all the time. I definitely feel like the two of those man. are closest to you. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not a gay old man. That's true. <laughs> There's still time. There is time. <laughs> Philip Schofield. Exactly. Um, no, five stage of rescue. Five stage of rescue. That feels right to me yeah. as well. Um, if only he could sing. <laughs> he's a one man. He's a one man show. Of course he can sing. Yeah, he, he could totally sing. sing. Yeah. You probably sing? snuck I some probably songs did. into a Christmas Carol. I probably did. Yeah. Yeah. Little bit of God rest ye merry gentlemen. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. Last Christmas, that sort of thing. Yeah. So and uh, is Deckrat the furthest away, or is Mystic the furthest away? <sighs> Deckrat. Oh, yeah. Deckrat's got to be. Although he's a really bad driver, and so am I. Deckrat is probably the furthest away. Okay, I all hope. right. So, so Deckrat gets a minus one, taking it to a zero. Okay. Um, the others, if any that don't have a number on them, are a minus one. Oh god, these are powerful things, guys. To be a minus one. <laughs> That's all right. Your parallax one is going to cancel out that minus one. I feel like. Do you think? Yeah, because of all the things you can do. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, you might, you might you might bring through stuff that that is not yeah. helpful, but then you can probably deal with it. Yeah. Giant tentacles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've got all kinds of stuff you can do. <laughs> okay. Okay. So then, um, final question. Uh, we've done nine genres. Is there another genre or any other genres that you wish we'd done or hope that we might Ooh. do in the future? Uh, we've definitely spoken of superheroes. I think that'll be we fun. Have, yeah. But I think lots of people probably said superheroes. I'd have thought, gosh, you know what? There probably isn't. A superheroes is probably it. Oh, zombie apocalypse would be fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I would like sort of like a. Yeah, like a full on monster horror. Yeah, that would be really fun. Because we've done ghost story, but that was kind of like creeping dread rather than like teeming hordes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like a survival horror would be fun. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I think I'll go survival horror over superheroes. I think that would be more fun. Cool. All right, maybe, maybe we'll do it. Maybe one day. We don't know. The future is not yet written. (laughs) Sounds great. Uh, But what what is written is all those numbers on your feet, (laughs) which which means that, Starkey, you are ready to play. Oh, bring it on, Matt. Bring it on. I'll get my nightcap. been listening to Merely Role Players. In this season, you'll hear Ellie Pitkin, Alex Pankhurst, Josh Yard and Dave, Chris Starkey, Chris Buxy and Chris, Helen Stratton, Ellen Gould, Natalie Winter and Strat, all playing various versions of themselves, along with special guest appearances by Ellie Pitkin as Nia and the Space Jam Continuum podcast's Chris McLennan as Candice. I'm Matt, and I edited and produced the season, wrote and performed the theme music, and designed and ran the game we're playing. Like most of our games, this one's powered by the apocalypse. You can find more games in this genre at apocalypse-world.com pbta. If you enjoy Merely Roleplayers, let us know with a review or rating on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or wherever you do your listening. You can also find us on Twitter at Merely Roleplay, at facebook.com slash Merely Roleplayers, and at merelyroleplayers.com. Merely Role Players is an independent production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Join us for more drama next episode.